there, Quinn. I'm just a curious little rhino. Chicago. Myself. No, you're getting the input of everything right into your ears, dude. I am overstimulated right now. So <laughs> well, we're gonna, we're gonna try it. We're live, so. Oh, we're live. We're currently trying it. We are trying it. Dude, this is nuts. Yeah, it is pretty cool. I think I think you probably have to get used to it. Like, did you, did you take a little getting used to it first? Yeah, a little bit. It uh. God, I gotta fix these fucking mics. It drives me nuts every time I touch the table. That's what I'm saying. Like, you mm. can hear. Everything echoes. Wow. Yeah, well, that's because these mics are shit, or something about the setup is shit. The mics or the headphones? The mics. The headphones are fine. It's the input of audio. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm already starting to get used to it. But I don't know how to, like, fix it. Do you want me to, yeah, coaster it up? Well, it also just doesn't make as brutal of a sound <laughs> in the no, audio, that's true. you know? That's true. No, I gotta, I gotta look into fixing this. I have looked into it, I just haven't found anything... It's been useful in terms of fixing it. I guess just a bunch of. It's like one of those things where you start looking at a sound and you're like, this shit's just over my head. <laughs> well, you've had them for a while, right? Yeah, but. Um, dude, this is Basics right on there. Amazon Basics. Dude, that's like that's Amazon's <laughs> brand for like generic shit. Oh, oh, I didn't even. I've never seen that before. <laughs> oh yeah, that's an Amazon Basics tripod. Um, you can get like an. Amazon Basics, Basics laptop case. They're just calling you Basics straight to your face? Just basic bitches. <laughs> Dude, that's what it is. You're a basic Amazon bitch. Don't get, don't get ahead <laughs> of yourself. You're basic. That's exactly where they got that from. That's funny. Definitely. Huh. Kudos. Jeff I, li- I like this, though. It's nice. Yeah, it is nice. I, I don't know. I've, I've thought about getting rid of the arms and getting, like, a stand, you know? Oh, yeah. I've seen podcasts that do that. Joey Diaz does that. Wait, does he? Mm-hmm. He has a stand, like just a little stand in front of the on the table in front of you. He used but, to do headphones then, I think. Cause no, no, no. He he uses headphones. I'm talking about the microphone. Oh, the mic. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Just, I think the arms kind of it can be kind of obnoxious. I don't know. I'm cozy. Yeah, it's alright. What does Rogan do? He does. Um, I think they're arms too, right? Yeah, he's got blue Wait, arms. Like, probably nice fucking arms. Yo, yeah, you know he's um, got nice mics too. They're each like. 400 bucks or 500 bucks well, that's for a little. microphone these were like 30 35 well he's showing off but. he's showing off <laughs> do you know um Dak Shepard yeah I have without, without a pedal dude without a pedal Tom which guy is he he's the the idiot kind of like the S- funny guy Scooby or Shaggy um no 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 that's like that's Jerry um and then not the short guy Ben, he, um, oh, how do I describe him? He's tall, he's, fuck, what is his role in the movie? He, like, uh, doesn't really have much going on in his life, he's just, he's the funny guy of the movie. Okay. Like, he's, there's only three guys, it's, yeah. it's Scooby, and, the, and then there's the short guy. I can picture both of their faces, I can't picture this guy's <laughs> face. He looks, um, shit, who does he look like? I don't know, but um, he has a podcast. Okay. And he does what I think he does it in, like his attic. Really? Is what it? Yeah, something like that. And he does attic? like, and they're like, I feel like we've talked about this before, but he's his guest is like on the other side of the room almost, 
and he's in a like a it, they're like sofa chairs almost they're uh they're like cozy chairs like you sit and lean back in and he's just like that the whole time and i'm trying to think of what his mechanism i think he might just have the stand also but but just, just a very different um like layout of any other podcasts i've seen before yeah or like it's very non-traditional i guess if you want to look at other ones as far as uh like format and setting up and like yeah where you're speaking into where the other guy is and or girl we don't want to offend <laughs> so. um yeah i thought of, i mean it's about to get canceled though <laughs> canceled i don't i don't even oh jesus can you imagine if you just got a notice from Spotify or YouTube or whatever? You're canceled. <laughs> you just can't log into your account. <laughs> Done. Uh, jokes on them. I don't hardly even use that shit. <laughs> I didn't understand that whole concept. I'm like, what? Cause did you see the thing about Diaz? No. Oh, you didn't see that. Um, he. So there was uh, back in the early days when they did the Joe Rogan podcast, when it was like Red Band, uh, him. It, just Red Man and Joe, yeah. In his house, right? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think, um, I think he's referencing they used, that. They used to do them, like, all over, I feel like. Like, in uh, okay. random spots, just on the on the, on the uh. spot type thing. But um, he did one, and Joey was saying something like... He was telling a story about, like, uh, oh, I used to make, like, girls suck my dick to get up in the belly room or whatever. Like, in, <laughs> like to get stage time yeah. or whatever. And, in like, in the heat of a story, he just kind of, like, exaggerated. Like, of course. He, I, he never even worked in the belly room, apparently. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, it was... You, you'd have to listen to the whole video to, like, get the context of it. But... Because, like, if you just watch the freaking five-second soundbite, it sounds bad. Yeah, but... Like, it, he exaggerated in the story, and he was just telling about, like, how... I don't know. He he was trying to explain himself, and like sometimes when you're telling a story, you know, like you, you just you know how many t- stories he tells. Like they're, yeah. they're not always accurate and truthful, and like and exactly how it happened, is exactly what came out of his mouth. And so, but he was getting shit about like oh like cancel. Really, cancel. Yeah, I think get, like pressured by people and shit. Or um, I don't know the extent of it, but like he was getting pushed back. Like he was in the news. Damn. Something about in the news. Well, if you Google his name, like, they're TMZ or something. Oh, like, goofy-ass outlets. Not, like, yeah, mainstream. Like, celebrity-type yeah, centered outlets. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Exactly. Um, Just looking for the next story. When I first heard about it, I just Googled his name and something. It said something about uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine Star, which is, like, a, a show on Fox. Mm-hmm. Um, like, uh, exposes Joey Diaz of, you know, like, sexual... Favorite. I I don't know. Like, I I don't know. It was it was funny, but interesting. But yeah, that was that was when I first heard about the whole cancel thing, and I'm I don't know. Was this recently? Yeah, like uh, it happened. I saw it when uh, Katie was still up, like two weeks ago, maybe three okay. weeks ago. Oh shit! Now he just jokes about it. I'm sure he does. Like as as he should. <laughs> like you know, fucking cancel me, <laughs> dude. I don't know, because he's very truthful in everything he says, so... Yeah. But, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. This is an interesting concept. <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking about him and his, his rant on the word retard. Have you heard him say that? It's like, you can't change the rules on me now, cocksuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, about using the word retard? <laughs> yeah. I... It's definitely a stand-up bit. 
Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Dude, you can't... I can never find any of his stand-up. Really? Well, there's, like, his special. But, like, if you try to YouTube him, there's no, like... Interesting. Because he's done one special and he hated it. Yeah. In Chicago. And, uh... Like, if you... I don't know. You, you're able to find his stand-up? I don't know where I saw that clip, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I've never, I I never seen him on stage. But I don't... I, I'm not certain it was his account that it was coming from no. you know Th- that totally sounds like something. i may have seen that i don't know yeah i'm not sure that's interesting it's interesting i've been listening to him a lot he's a no he's interesting he dude he's like close with a lot of um like music he's because he's really into music like he had rudy sarzo which i don't know exactly i've heard him talk about that name before i think he toured but maybe with Ozzy Osbourne because he kept referencing his name okay. like on the show the other day but yeah he had um oh he had the dude from Foo Fighters on he had uh really? yeah a while ago I remember like last year when I was moving I furniture his name. I may recognize if I saw it but did he have um no he didn't have Chris Cornell on did he I don't know but I don't know Different, some interesting cats. Well, other than just comedians, I feel like that's yeah. who he mainly has on. But yeah, but dude, I don't know. It's very, very different from Rogan's, which I, I like. I like having the dynamic of both. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's so many different things out there, and like, even, uh, I mean, even just still in the realm of comedians, like I know Theo Vaughn and like Bill Burr do just like a solo show where they just talk to themselves. Oh really? Their own their own thing? Mm-hmm. Like it's just them. That seems like it'd be weird to me. Like I can't imagine sitting here doing this by myself. Like just having a conversation with myself. Huh. You know? Yeah, that's hard to imagine. Well, what's the format? Like what are they talking about? I don't know. Just I listened to like five minutes of a Bill Bear one once and I don't remember anything about it to be honest with you. Other than it didn't keep me for more than five minutes. Yeah, yeah. And I've never listened to Theo Vaughn. Although I've seen his clips on Instagram. Of him, like, talking about something. I think he just, like, just talks random shit. Like, just literally says random things about... Like, that's the impression I get from him. Like, where are you coming up with any of this shit, dude? Well, you know what? That makes a lot of sense, because Donovan Flynn really likes him. That does make a lot of sense. (laughs) He would play him in the the apartment all the time. (laughs) Really? Yeah, like, Theo Vaughn. I'm like... uh, What's his... uh, Something last weekend, maybe, uh, is his name of his podcast. I can't remember, but yeah, just, just like goofy shit. I don't know. Well, that's like what Tom Segura, Tom Segura, well, in a different way, but he just like picks apart like funny videos on the internet. Yeah. It's just goofy, like, I don't know. It's like a Tosh thing almost. Yeah, 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 yeah. Him and his wife. Yeah. It's a really silly one. <laughs> yeah. He's a funny guy. I can't listen to too much, though, like, of Tom. No, I actually never listen to him, but um, just too many podcasts. Like, mm-hmm. I don't do more than one a day. Like, if I do a Rogan, it's in his three hours. Like, that's it. It's too much. Yeah, gotta digest it's a little too, bit. Too, yeah, yeah, it's just too much. This is something that's had my attention a lot. Is the idea that you consume so much stuff, like whether it's Rogan, something informational, uh, something about politics or learning about history or whatever the fuck it is like it just gets drowned out in the next thing you listen to and like 
so you you listen to you know a hundred podcasts once instead of one podcast a hundred times like, yeah like this uh dichotomy of um just uh wide and deep you know it's like it's the same concept i feel like for me i've listened to a lot of things and then just like i forget them here if, if you what know. are you trying to do i was just trying to move this uh i guess down maybe yeah and you can this i don't want to move this part too oh oh like hinge here mm-hmm. um well this is the this loosens up that joint no uh, i don't gotta do that yeah all right <laughs> I, I just broke Aunt Christie's tent the other day, so I don't want to break this too. <laughs> Whoops. I'm trying to force things that aren't supposed to be going a certain way. Right. right, right. Be gentle. Yeah. Finesse. Um, yeah, but like, do you feel like you listen to so much stuff that you forget what you remember? Or you forget what you've listened to? Sometimes, yeah. Sometimes. Especially when you listen to more than one podcast? or I th- Well, I think with Rogan, it's so... Like, I don't know how he does it. He's got so many different just from all walks of life like he's always constantly researching different things and like I, I don't know like I, I couldn't dive in so deep to really fully grasp it and understand it like inside and out backwards and forwards side to side like when you're just moving from one topic to the next to the next to the next like I, I mean he does it really well to have enough of a conversation but like mm-hmm. How much he's actually absorbing and learning and like, I, I don't know, I don't know. It, I'd rather understand something more than like, than just hear it to hear it and then like, oh, like cool. And then like, just hear something else and like not really be able to retain anything, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I've thought about, I've thought about, I'm, I'm with you. I'd rather like consume something whether it's a podcast or reading a book or whatever it is, yeah. and, like, actually know what the fuck I just listened to or read or whatever, and, and be able to... They say the ultimate test is, like, can you explain it to a five-year-old? Oh. It's like, if you can explain it to a five-year-old, it's got to be simple, relatively short. Like, it's got to be digestible. Like, can can you do that? Is like, a good... Uh, Proxy for, or not proxy. Um, just shows if you know it or not. Yeah. You know, like if you, if you actually retained it. One uh, one thing I've thought about doing is like every time I listen to something, like making myself take notes on it, without before I listen to anything else or consume anything else. Like take some notes and like get the gist of what this was. And to like try to retain it before I just go to something else, you know. Even if you don't understand it, or just to reinforce it. Well, even if you already feel like you have a good grasp on it. I guess it's different if it's like a podcast versus a um, book. Yeah, a book. Yeah. It's explaining a concept or something like that. But I don't know. Even like uh, I don't know. J- just some somehow remembering it better like retaining it whether yeah. it is something that's meant to be understood or just like i don't know something more trivial i guess i remember the naval dude i don't know if mm-hmm. remember his last name yeah ravikant he said yeah 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 um he said something about like he he only reads one page like at a time hmm. or something i'm i'm not remembering it exactly right but like he doesn't 
like if he's going to sit down to read, I think he only reads one page and then he thinks about that one page for however the rest of the time. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like like the concept, maybe it's not exactly one yeah. page, but the concept of who knows how much he actually reads, but like that would be really understanding it for sure. I yeah. don't know if he writes too, but one thing I uh so go ahead. No, no, no. No, you're good. <laughs> one thing I uh so I was making some videos for a little while. Yeah. Um, and I, like, shorter ones, because they were easier to make. I could, like, write a script and, and knock it out. And it, it removed a lot of the friction of making it a chore of having to do them. Yeah. And so I was doing it more consistently. I did, like, I don't know. But anyway, I, one thing I remember was I learned about this guy named Anton Chekhov, who grew up in Russia in the mid-19th century. And when he was 16 years old, he, he was living in a city, like, within a couple hours of Moscow. And when he was 16, his family left uh, to go to Moscow to escape debtor's prison because his dad was a drunk and was, like, beating his mother, I believe, and, like, left this 16-year-old kid to finish school on his own. And so he found himself in these, like, terrible circumstances, and he ended up uh, paying for the rest of his school by tutoring kids on classes and got really good marks that got him into a medical school, and then he went on to become this, like, super famous writer. He's, like, one of the most famous writers from Russia. Like, I remember all this stuff because I was trying to express the concept of, like, you are not bound by your circumstances. Like, they affect obviously the the likeliness of you achieving whatever thing but they don't define you and you yeah. can overcome them and i was trying to make that point and i was using that story to do so and because i like made that video i remember all that shit about this guy oh, you know what i mean yeah. so it's like the idea of uh you remember things more when you teach them to somebody else and like therefore like if you uh make more videos or write more blogs or do more of this, do more of that, where you're, like, trying to explain it to a five-year-old, in, in an essence, um, you retain more shit. I think that's really interesting. Huh. But it's obviously not feasible to do with, like, well, not that it's not feasible to do with everything you do, but um, it's hard to have the discipline to do it with, <laughs> with everything you learn, you know? That's interesting. Yeah, just, like, reinforcement, more reinforcement mm -hmm. with it. Yeah. That makes sense. It's, hmm. uh... I don't know. It, it's... I think it's something that everyone suf suffers from now. Like, with just the in internet out there, you know? Oh, dude. Because <laughs> you're just going from one tweet to the next tweet. Yo, it's cr Oh, my God. <sighs> one tweet to the next tweet. Facebook, Netflix. All of it. There's so much, dude. There's so much. I'm gonna take a sledgehammer to every piece of technology <laughs> on someday. Dude, it's not even that. It's not even that. Look at look at the craft beer industry. The craft beer industry is going through the exact same thing. That's true. Breweries open, and people go to them for a year, and then and it's huge, a big success. And then it kind of levels off because people are looking for the next brewery. They want to try the the, the next greatest beer. Like mm -hmm. nobody just sticks with their their beer now. They all fucking just want to get on a quest to yeah. to try as many as possible. It's wild. It's wild. Yeah. That's not as toxic, though, as, uh, as Twitter can be. It's not as toxic, but it's more poisonous. 
Yeah. More, more beer. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, I don't know. It's weird. Is that still going on? Like, where microbreweries are just, they're still, it, it's just totally saturated? I'm not sure. Like, I would say there's probably in literally an unquenchable thirst for breweries. Yeah. <laughs> humans like to drink. Yeah. Um, so I would say probably not. Like, like it's getting more competitive, but I would say people are always going to want to try new shit like that. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Which is understandable. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, no, I don't blame them. It's just funny. It's, uh... I, I described this concept, uh... In another video. But ice cream and how like the paradox of choice i watched that yeah 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 i remember that that was that was good the idea that having more choices makes you less happy because you have more like fomo you have more opportunity costs yeah of the what you did choose like there's more things you didn't choose when you have more opportunity we all go through it dude in many different ways like you point out I, I remember that reminds me of like learning about what's well, the same idea of like satisfying versus maximizing. Okay. Like when you have MK is totally learning about that and Capper has already learned about that. But um, have you like heard those terms? Yeah. Um, yeah. Can you explain them? Because I don't know them. So like maximizing Super is well. you have. Let's just say you're going out. Uh, your buddy calls you up and you want to go out and get ice cream together. Let's just just stick with the analogy and like you. Or no, well, you already said the ice cream thing. So let's just say you're out to dinner and it's like you go to a nice restaurant. It's Friday night. You had a long day at work. Like, so you want to make the most of the experience. So like, you really pick apart and analyze everything of like, how can I make this the best? But until you like, really just drive yourself crazy, focusing on just trying to make right. it so good, instead of actually like, making a decision and then and sticking with that decision and then enjoying and savoring that decision and enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Because you're thinking about, like, well, if I go this route, I could, I don't know if I want that. Like, oh, that sounds good. This sounds good. Like, oh, do I get that? Do I get this? Like, same thing. Like, you're just thinking about, like, the best way to enjoy it, and you end up enjoying it way less. Because this is the same exact idea. Yeah. So, satisficing is just, you 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 pick it. You just pick one. You you don't you don't try to just kill yourself over, yeah. The mental you know capacity that goes into just trying to make the best of that decision. Right. Cause Cause and just make one at the end of the day. Because at the end of the day, it's not gonna matter. Yeah. Because you're you're only gonna get, you're only gonna get one to begin with. Right. We all go through it. No. It makes a lot of sense. Yeah. What I think is even more interesting, like that's obviously a cool concept. What I think yeah. is even more interesting, dude, is how. Like, the paradox of choice is, um, like, a different concept, or, like, it's in a different domain, but it's literally this, like, this, it's not literally the same thing, but it's very, very close to exactly what you just described from positive psychology. And, like, paradox of choice, I guess that's probably psychology as well, but I think it's really interesting how you can find patterns in different fields that are explaining the same idea like with the breweries and the uh ice cream yeah yeah yeah. because that's it's the same kind of phenomenon i mean they're they're examples of these two theories that like paradox of choice and satisfying and maximizing maximizing satisfying yeah um but 
So here, here's a more blatant example. The law of reciprocity is a principle from psychology. Karma is a principle from uh, Buddhist, Buddhism. Buddhism. Um, and the other one is, uh, oh, Newton, Newton's third law. Every reaction has an equal and opposite. Every reaction has an equal and opposite reaction. It's the same principle that underlies each of those theories in wildly different domains. Hmm. Social sciences, religion, hard science. Like, in completely different things, uh, they all arrive at the same conclusion. Like, and that's, I think that's crazy. That's, I think that's when, like, when you see a pattern like that, that's something worth really paying attention to. Because it probably applies to a lot of other things, too. Like, this, so this is the idea of mental models. Have I talked to you about mental models before? No, you said earlier how you've been writing about them, though. So mental models are, like, principles or ideas you can apply to a thing. So, like, you could apply uh, satisficing, maximizing to going to get dinner, going out to ice cream, things when you have a large abundance of choice and how that affects, like, it, it, might, it might be good for you to have that in your pocket. Like, that's a mental model from positive psychology. Yeah. It's, it's a way of seeing the world, way of seeing a situation that helps you navigate it better to achieve a better outcome. You're aware. Right. Well, so you have to be aware of... So a mental model, though, like that is is like a tool, right? So you have to know which tool to apply to which situation, which thing. Like, depending on if it's a hammer or a nail, you're going to need a different tool. Mm-hmm. And so... Like another example of a mental model, like I said, law of reciprocity. So it's a, a similar thing. So when you're thinking about uh, a situation, like having that theory in mind, it's like whatever I put out will come back to me, kind of thing, or, mm-hmm. or however you want to describe it, um, is can be helpful for like navigating a situation. Like if you want to get a job, like show that you're worthy of a job kind of thing. I mean, like, there's mm-hmm. several different ways to whatever. But, um, I don't know, I think those things are really fascinating. What was the first one you said? I'm sorry, you said karma from Buddhism. You said Newton's third law was the third one. The, the law of reciprocity. law of reciprocity. From psychology. Yes, okay. So, like, another one would yeah, be, like, the is. 80-20 principle. Yeah. Right? So, like, what's the, the, the minority, the 20% of things that, our inputs in this situation are causes that are going to generate 80% of the effects. Mm. Like, those are the the key levers that I need to c- manipulate yeah. to do a thing. Hmm. But, like, again, just a way of approaching a situation that I think is wildly useful. And, like, there was a... It, I saw an example from this psychologist who was talking about mental models. His name is Robert Sapolsky, and I don't know anything about his credentials or whatever, but I've heard the name before. Um, I think he's pretty well-known in that field. He, he goes, so why did the chicken cross the road? If you ask a, a kinesiologist, he'll tell you the, the muscles contracted and moved, his, moved the chicken's legs across the street. If you ask a biologist, he'll say that, you know, in order to survive, the chicken thought it would be, you know, optimal for survival on the other side of the road. Or if you ask, uh, you know, a neuroscientist, the neuroscientist will tell you the chicken crossed the road because his brain fired different neurons that propelled the, the motion and, like, control. Yeah. And, like, depending on the way you see the world, it's going to interpret how you 
read a situation. And, like, if you have a more diverse set of ways to see the world, like, you have you have more tools in your tool belt to approach a situation and, like, get a better outcome of it. Like, if just from having a better understanding, you can take better action, more can, informed action. You can wear multiple different shoes and see through those, like... Yeah. See through other people's shoes, but... Yeah, huh. 100%. That's something I've been very fascinated by recently. Also, I just heard that sneeze in this microphone, or in these headphones. Oh, her? I thought I thought I heard her sneeze. This is crazy. I, the, yes, I don't want to. I don't want everyone to know about the woman we're keeping in the basement. But <laughs> Dude, this is. I'm, I'm used to. I'm used to it now. But it was. We're in our own little world here. Yeah, dude, it's wild. It is. I heard you scratching your your beard earlier too. Was, oh, really? I heard the whiskers. Yeah. <laughs> that is some ASMR right there. ASMR. What is that again? This is what we were trying to figure out on the last podcast, and Katie was like, "You guys were so funny trying to figure it out." And uh, I don't know what the acronym stands for, but it's um, it's like those videos you can watch that help induce you to fall asleep. Oh right. Yeah, probably yeah. Via like different frequencies and shit. Yeah. Um, tones or I don't know the science. I just know it's soothing to the brain. Yeah. Probably though. Like this, um, probably has something to do with like um, beta waves and alpha waves, maybe. Okay. Which ones are more soothing or relaxing? I want to say the beta waves, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. Um, maybe something to do with that though. But yeah, just like soothing sounds, like, like the. No, nah, not that. Like, but. Yeah, it's so calculated. It's like very so, yeah, like 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 um pulling back the bristles on a hairbrush or something and like the the very slow sound of them like yes like re re uh aligning like yeah just i don't know it's it's interesting there are there yeah and there's crazy views out there on youtube of people who made those videos like millions of views just for doing that shit yeah really dude asmr is like me yeah well i i watch I've I've watched like uh, relaxation music like is the title of the video and yeah, it's okay. like like yeah, yeah. yeah you know, you know yeah. doing some wah 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 that kind of shit some crazy shit um, <laughs> but I haven't seen like somebody with a hairbrush and like a microphone right there just yeah like interesting they get kind of weird actually I bet they do they would be really creepy <laughs> I yeah no dude they're you should check them out sometime, but, like, <laughs> there's this one, I, and I've only ever used it maybe a few times to fall asleep, like, it, it's soothing, but, like, I usually can just fall asleep when I want to, like, when I'm tired at the end of the day, but, for whatever reason, I was looking up, um, ASMR videos, trying to take a nap one day, and there, I found this one, it was, like, this dude giving a haircut, he's, like, a young kid, he's, like, a, like, a, probably a teenager, and he was just, like, talking, like, quiet and and like while he's like giving a haircut like so there you have the sound of the clip the scissors right and um but meanwhile he's not cutting anyone's hair obviously like he's just fucking it's like he he was like doing this across the camera and just like the sensation of like getting a haircut i don't know which i mean is also kind of like um soothing relaxing yeah, so yeah. 
I don't know. They they get yeah. There's so many different ones, and like there's some where there's no wow. sound at all. People just talk like, just talk soothing sounds under the microphone. Really? Yeah. It's interesting. If you have a soothing voice, you're gonna you're gonna go far in the ASMR world. We can just talk like this. No, you gotta have just a nice self background. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're getting tired. <laughs> very very sleepy. It's so it's interesting. But that is interesting. How do we get on that? Uh, I don't remember. You said something was like ASMR. <laughs> My beard. Oh, when you said you heard her sneeze out there, and uh, oh, and yes. then I was like, yeah, I could hear your 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 beard earlier. And it was ASMR. Yes, yes. Yeah. It's funny to trace back conversations. It is funny. Like how how do we get on this tangent? But when you can do it, it's like, oh no way, that all makes sense. The dots connected. Yeah, it's very da, satisfying da, da, to connect da. those dots. It is. Yeah. Oh, dude, nothing like nothing like dots connected. Oh, man. Just gets me up in the morning, you know. I was more, I was more of a, a word word search man myself. <laughs> Fair. Yeah, if you do Sudoku, you go fuck yourself. <laughs> Smart people, we don't need you. Yeah. No. Oh, man, what else was going on in your world, dude? Um. Can I blow your mind with something else? Please do. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't. Well, I didn't mean to derail. Uh, no, you're fine. Um, no, this, this is totally unrelated. Do you have more, do you have any thoughts on mental models? No, I don't, dude. You're more of a deep thinker than I am. <laughs> it's not even most, deep. most times. It, yeah. More I, consistently. I don't even know if it's deep thinking. Not like, deep to thinking. To me, it's just like. Putting the time in, devoting the time to. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'll take that. I haven't, I haven't had a good book that I've been reading in a while though. So also, so it's not like I'm, uh, I'm pulled to juicy content. Like if you got the juicy content, then it's like. Dude. I found some juicy content recently online. Yeah, yeah. Online, it's not books. Oh, okay. Yeah. I've I found or, yes, some yeah. some blogs that are like pretty pretty well written and say some interesting shit. But, but like I don't know what you what you're looking for. But um. Oh, okay. Hit me. I'll I'll send you some links. Oh, oh! I thought you were about what you were about to say right now. Oh, I mean, I so I have a list. I've I was actually combing through some of them today. Um, so how I stumbled upon this list and was uh, so I've been writing a little more recently. So yeah, I found this guy's guide on writing, um, and like how to how to come up with an idea, how to write a compelling intro that makes somebody want to read the whole thing, how to brainstorm find key talking points create your argument um outline it and but then also like edit it and prune it and like take out the fluff and make it like straight to the point and so it's more like explainable to a five-year-old so like really trimming the fat on something written uh and and trying to do it better but anyway he uh he had a list of blogs that he recommended and I was reading some of them this morning and I read a few articles from uh, at least three or four of them and some of them were were interesting. I read another one on how to write but like they're like relatively they're like shorter things to consume. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a chapter in a book versus like a whole book. Like you don't go to a blog and read the whole blog, you know. But yeah, um, usually not. Because it's so it's on a diverse set of things versus a book is like packaged to be a very extensive thing 
to work on one thing mm-hmm. or one topic generally um Nietzsche has their own strengths I think but no I read some compelling shit today I'll send you some links one of the guys name is Paul Graham he's like a famous entrepreneur guy but he writes about a bunch of different shit um but what I wanted to tell you about it's gonna blow your mind at least blew my mind I should say maybe you've uh thought about this but my guess is not um oh I'm excited (laughs) uh I was listening to Eric Weinstein so have you ever you hear the term like three-dimensional like three dimensions we live in three-dimensional world right have you ever but you've heard like the fourth dimension thrown around like that concept right yeah you're talking about geometric unity so does he well I'm sure he does but um have you ever thought about like tangibly like what that is not not tangibly what it is but like what that means i um i li- I, I listened to the rogan clip of him explaining it and he used a lot of big words <laughs> he, does, he, he does that <laughs> i don't remember dick about it so I, I listened to it once and i'm like oh interesting okay I never thought about it again so he i listened to him talked to brett weinstein who, who was on his podcast oh yeah within the last couple of weeks today um when i was taking a break from writing and he was explaining the idea of dimensions and like how pe- most people can't grasp it and so he was like most people see when you talk about dimensions that people think it's a visual thing you know so like uh, length, width, depth, and height, or, or whatever. Like, the, those type of terms. is like, there's three dimensions. Like, you can only be this way, this way, and this way. And, like, that's mm-hmm. kind of your limit. Well, he was saying how, okay, so now I understand that people just see dimensions as something that's visual. Whereas, when you have, like, uh, taste, for example. Like, you have uh, sweetness, you have bitterness. Like, there's all these dimensions of taste there's like uh texture is a part of taste like there's so many things but it's not something you see it's something you taste and the same thing with music like you have tone and pitch and all these different things that remember mk and katie were talking about that we were like i don't fucking know like those are all dimensions of sound in a way like but we think of dimensions as only like something we can see and that like interesting I've never understood what a dimension means before that, I guess. Like, something measurable, I guess? Well, what did he say? Did he... Did he, he, he didn't say that explicitly, but... Like, he brought up, like, hot peppers and shit. Like, they're measured in Scoville units. Yeah, yeah. So, like, that's a dimension. Hmm. In some sense, you know? Yeah. Hmm. Which I, I just listened to today, and I do not have any other thoughts on it other than what the fuck, <laughs> to be honest with you. I was just like, whoa. I, I never got that. It's just like, um, it's like looking at other units of measure. This what it makes me think of. Like, mm-hmm. you can measure it this way. Like, what's your measuring stick? Are you measuring, like you said, this, the tone, the pitch, the drop, the melody, the harmony? Like... 
and I'm sure I didn't do it justice like, trying to explain it, but that was the basic premise that I got that I got from it. So it's just, it's just not visual, like it's yeah. More cons- but as it relates to how, like like just uh, in the universe or like um like was that part he was using a lot of big words there over my head but i just thought the dimensions thing was cool <laughs> like do you know what i mean i don't know i just thought it was cool <laughs> I, just it, I just thought it was cool man no what do you mean well like that was a really interesting idea like concept but mm. like like i applied to what i guess like like how you can like they were talking about geometric unity oh they were okay yeah, yeah. and like uh yeah, all that shit. I was like, I won't make you try to explain that. No, yeah. no, I cannot. I, I, I would refuse to try. Um, well, I did on another podcast, and I don't, I don't, I don't think it came out very well. So I'm gonna leave it mm-hmm. alone. But um, <laughs> yeah, it was just I don't know. It gave me a better understanding of I guess what that meant. I thought it was interesting. It's hard to grasp what that means, though. You know what I mean? The geometric unit, or the 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 just, idea of. Uh, so he dimensions. was arguing that with geometric unity, there are 14 dimensions. Why 14? I don't fucking know. Dude. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, did he list... Uh, he didn't list them. Oh. Uh, but... Fuck him. <laughs> this theory's shit. Well, not he, did, 13. he didn't list the dimensions. I like, I like the number 13 Garbage. better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like at 13 right here. Um, dude, they were talking about triangles having all right angles like three right angles because of curvature of the triangle triangle and some shit and i was like yo i'm nope no you just draw a triangle Checked and that's out. it oh. oh but if there's more dimensions oh mm-hmm. uh. yeah freaky not freaky just like well kind of freaky well freaky to us because we don't grow up learning it that way and, and yeah our brain, our brain's not accustomed to that. So that's the thing. Like, can you imagine? We only think height, width, and depth. <laughs> can you imagine exactly? Can you imagine growing up when, like, the current science said that the Earth was the center of the universe and the sun revolved around the Earth? You know what I mean? And then, then like you learned that actually, that's not true. It's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So you're telling me, you were wrong this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> and like it's crazy to think that we could be just that dumb oh yeah totally <laughs> well it's so well not well we're getting smarter about our understanding we're getting a better understanding of yeah. our environment and the universe and whatever but like it's it'll perfect. probably never be perfect you know like there's um, always going to be some thing we haven't learned probably same thing like how uh like infinity like if you exactly you cut something in half you can do that for infinity. Like, it's the same concept. Yeah. For sure. You can just go out on his own. Yeah. Yeah, same concept. A lot of things are like that. <laughs> That's another, uh, like, mental model almost. Yeah, I was going to... Yeah, that, I was thinking about the whole time you were talking about dimensions and, like, when you used the analogy of, like, uh, pitch, tone, whatever, just different ways to... Different things to tune into, mm-hmm. different things to look at and emphasize, like... Yeah, yeah. Huh. It's different ways of looking at the world. Yeah, it's funny, like, the the infinity one, it's like, you know, you have uh, 
molecule it's made of atoms atoms made of electrons and neutrons and uh, protons but what are those made of and like what are those things made of that those things are made from you know and then but you can get equally as big and then obviously you get like solar system universe whatever infinity it's crazy it's crazy <laughs> I can't imagine being like Neil deGrasse Tyson just like thinking about this shit on the regular mm-hmm. yeah I can't either it's gotta be overwhelming overstimulating that's crazy dude what's new in your world well I'm a little freaked out right now <laughs> cause this conversation might be happening a hundred different ways in another universe <laughs> Another dimensions and like, universes. In in one universe, like that's not a tribe logo, it's a it's a Minnesota twins logo. Like I don't know. Dude, that universe does not exist, I hate to tell you. No. <laughs> tribe only. Dude, they're uh so Chief Wahoo's been gone. Oh, is he already gone? Oh he was he's been gone for a couple of years. Years? Yeah. Oh yeah. wait, I remember because you ordered that hat because you he was gonna be gone and you mm-hmm. wanted to get one. I think he was even already gone at that point. Oh shit. But um, the Indians are going to be gone altogether. Oh, no. What are they going to be? The, I don't know. The indigenous peoples? <laughs> <laughs> the OGs. Um, no, because I'm, sure I'm sure that word's offensive to somebody somewhere as well. So, I don't know. Um, dude, talk about infinity. Like, there's always going to be something to get more <laughs> outraged about, you know? Yeah, but it's the people. Like, it. Man. We just gotta kill off those people. <laughs> <laughs> then we can just stop infinity. Infinity of offended pussies. Like, I don't know. Like, oh, I shouldn't use that word on Dude. here. But. It's fine. Nobody's listening to this anyway, don't we? That's true, yeah. Um, but it's funny, I was having this chat with, uh, this chat with Pat on that Tuesday chat. last week and talking to him about how... Because he told me about the Indians. I didn't know this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, or no, I think somebody brought it up to me on 4th of July, actually. I think Jordan brought it up. But anyway, I was talking to Pat about it, and he was... <laughs> he pointed out, like, eventually, like, it's just going to be offensive to have, like, animals that represent a sports team. Like, San Jose Sharks? Nope. <laughs> no sharks. <laughs> sharks are, yeah. We, we, can't, we, can't, we can't make fun of the sharks like this. They don't represent a bunch of people. <laughs> Skating around, slapping rubber around. Slapping rubber around. That's that's not sharks. That's you, not, you're 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 making a, a fool of the sharks. We we can't do that. It's oh offensive. Man. Can you can you imagine? Like, it's it's insane. Who are these people? Though? <laughs> I don't understand. Like, it's like I live in one world, and then I hear about things that go on in another world that I'm not really living in, but, like, I, I, I'm on the same physical place as where that's happening, but, like, I don't actually live in that world. I just hear about the... I'm like, what's going on in World 2 over there? Like, I'm still in World 1. Like, everybody in World 2 has got their thumb up their ass. Like, uh, Dude. I, I don't know. It is insane. It is insane. It's, it's a never-ending... I hear about it, but it just... I remember telling Dad that uh, Merry Christmas is offensive because you need to say Happy Holidays because it's it's a uh, non non secular is that the right term? Uh, it does. It's not um, affiliated with religion. Unsecular, yeah, maybe something. Yeah. But Dad was like, nobody's ever gotten upset 
when I said Merry Christmas to them. And I was like, true. However. There's like 335 million people in this country. <laughs> and some of them get upset. <laughs> uh, it, no, it's crazy. It's a... Uh, it just it turns it turns everything into a gray blob. It's 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 slowly making us gray blobs. You know, <laughs> we're gonna look like those manufactured Krabby Patties. <laughs> <laughs> you just bite into it, and there's no longer a burger, cheese, and lettuce and tomato. It's just gray turns. <laughs> it's <just> gray matter. <laughs> it's just, dude. It's like, <laughs> oh man. It's like uh, in fantasy hockey. How you know you make your your team. We did on Yahoo, and you could yeah. have those little helmets that were different colors. Yeah, that's gonna be the teams. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be the teams. We're gonna we're gonna have blue team versus green team. But actually, blue team is actually is, is sensitive to people who are sad and depressed. So we need to get rid of blue. Just like we can't have a thirteenth floor on the elevator, you know, like that's yeah. not cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we can't have blue. All the other colors, though, we're gonna have thirty. 32 Crayola crayons is the Ye- team. Yellow's gonna <laughs> offend people who are vitamin D deficient. Like, no, the, Chi- the Chinese. Oh, yeah, Chinese. Chinese. Uh, well, there's multiple ways to offend that one. Oh, again. man. That's, that's too much. It's, um... <laughs> well, on the bright side, though, comedians are gonna thrive. Like, oh, with yeah. material. There's, there's plenty of material going around. The, yeah, they don't even need to, like, leave the house. They just go on Twitter. <laughs> it's true. It's crazy, but it's true. Yeah, I Dude, like, I was also talking to Pat. I'm sorry. Go no, ahead. No, no. Well, I was just gonna say. I feel like, uh, like, I, I feel like it's been a theme on Rogan the past. I don't know, ten guests. Like, like the Twitter is. He just like, <laughs> Twitter's just a war zone right now. <laughs> like it seems. I, I don't know. I don't go on Twitter, but that's just, that's all I keep hearing about. Cause cause it's like to some degree he always talks about COVID with his guests. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. it, it's what's it's going on in the world. Yeah, yeah. it's like. Yeah, so uh, I don't I don't know. It's <laughs> it's just like a war zone out there. That's where all this this weird shit's happening. It's insane. Um, what were you talking about, Pat? About I've I'll come back to that. Oh, okay. But okay. in Twitter, um, I found to actually be a cool place, oh, yeah. and I'll explain why. Oh, I'm not saying it's not, but no, like, no, no, it's but it's full of a lot of shit, and, and I used yeah. to just like blanket it like that, like it's just it's just a war zone, and, and that's it. <clears throat> um, but and there definitely is that going on, which is something else. But it's like talk talk about like when I was talking about writing and good writing, and how you might have uh, like something you write, but you end up deleting half the words to make. To say the same thing, but make it more concise and to the point and, and matter of fact and, and uh, compelling. Mm-hmm. Twitter's like the same thing. It's like it, the way it is, so it's re- so real timey that it's like a stream of, of, of thoughts of uh, real time things. And a lot of people like Naval use it f- to like put things out there that are like things I don't, I don't think, think about or whatever. I don't know. But. Um, in a very succinct manner that's like poetic almost versus a boat or versus a boat versus a book or a blog you know what i mean like it's yeah. you only have a certain amount of characters to work with and you can say something very powerful and distilled that way mm-hmm. and it, or the because of those constraints it forces you to do that which you know from the the constraints breeds a lot of creativity basically yeah, it forces you yeah. to get outside the box. Right? Which is, yeah, which is cool. Um, yeah. So there is positive shit going on on Twitter. 
that, no, I, that for, I found recently. For sure, for sure. Um, I, yeah, sorry. No, no, dude, don't be sorry. I'm just saying, like, it's... Twitter is definitely the war zone of all that shit, though. Like, that's just that's where it's all going down real time. I mean, yeah. not all, but... Coupled with, you know, news articles from goofy left-wing uh, publications and whatnot, too. But yeah. Twitter's definitely a, a happening place for, for shit like that. What I was going to say about Pat, though, is um, I was talking to him also about how I brought up that I read... This is what I read. Um, you know how they got rid of Aunt Jemima? Aunt Jemima. No way. Dude, I almost just squeezed some some syrup out of her head the other day. No oh, longer, really? sir. I thought about that. Mrs. Butterworth's probably been gone for a while, then. Oh, I forgot about Mrs. Butterworth. <laughs> I feel like Jemima just booted her right out. She just took her spotlight. Does Mrs. Butterworth have a, a persona? Or is it just uh, a name? Is there a character? What do you mean? Like Aunt Jemima, like you had the the lady, like the black lady. Yeah, yeah. Is is, oh, does, oh, yeah. is there an equivalent of Mrs. Butterworth? Like where yeah, there's oh, a person yeah. on the bottle? No, I think so. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think there might have even been like uh, not the plastic wasn't shaped in her face, but yes, was it her? Because her head was the spout. I remember this now. I think you're right. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah, I'm not the full bottle, but just the very tip, the spout. Yeah. Was there also a person on the label? There might have been him. Yeah. I wonder if she's been attacked as well. I don't know. Anyway, though, I was talking yeah. to Pat about how somebody, it was, I think, the, like, son or, like, whatever of the person who created Aunt Jemima syrup was, uh, like, outraged that they got rid of it because it's, like, uh, you Black know, lives matter. Tries, <laughs> it ties into their cultural roots and, like, this kind of thing, and, like, they're proud of it. Yeah. And, like... There's people, I'm sure, that want to keep the Indians the Indians because they're proud and they, they, they see it as honoring a past culture versus being disparaging. Like, the, yeah. the funny thing about that is that all the people that get outraged at how offensive and everything this is are, like, speaking from their fucking air-conditioned apartment in New York City and don't have any kind of, you know, Native American heritage or indigenous people heritage or whatever. Like, they're just... It's it's so out of context versus I'm sure you'd find a lot of people that actually hold the opposite view that it's it's supportive and honors that culture and it's the opposite of offensive it's it's honoring it. Dude, you just blew my mind. You all because all you hear about is fucking the other side, not that it's not honoring it, that it's disparaging and it's negative. Wow, that makes a lot of sense. Like to be named a baseball team after that? No, that does make a lot of sense. I would love if a baseball team was named after me. Why are we not my, consulting? My why are we not consulting the the Native Americans about this? I don't know. Maybe they've been consulted. I don't know. I'm, sh- I'm, sh- <laughs> dude. I'm gonna have a chat with them next time I see one. <laughs> Go down to the casinos. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, who's in charge here? I was just, uh, like, you, know, you know what they're doing to your team out in Cleveland? <laughs> they're, they're gonna be a blue helmet pretty soon. <laughs> That's all they're gonna be. They're not going to be some badass hunter-gatherer just freaking domesticated every fucking <laughs> natural animal on this plan, planet or continent, whatever. Uh, dude, that's crazy, though. Mm-hmm. No, that makes a lot of sense. But you just hear... Well, honestly, it, it probably maybe boils down to the fact that, like, you know, the negativity bias, like, it's it's easier to see it as a... Yeah. Like, a negative, like... 
but again, there's so many different perspectives, I guess, that are, in, you know, placing their opinion on it. But mm-hmm. but they they see it more of as a negative one than uh, than an honorable thing, like to yeah. have. Yeah, you know, hundred percent negativity bias, mental model. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you're not thinking about it long enough, and then you're just a fucking lazy thinker. True. To think it, or to think about it from a different mental model, like you know, I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. I I would say that that definitely plays in negativity bias. Well, yeah, it's easier to the same thing that like um. I don't know. That's how the news is. Like the news is way more negative than than yeah. positive. Like it's just feeding into people's. Like that's what that's what gets the views. Like, mm-hmm. like so drive the clicks. That's what drives the dollars. Little Timmy's arm got chopped off in the tractor last night. Like, <laughs> meanwhile, last week, little Timmy aced his spelling test. Like, all right, Tim. Like, well, good job, Tim. Yeah, well, can't I send him a poke on Facebook to let him know I'm. <laughs> Congratulations, Timmy. I don't think we want to be poking Timmy. <laughs> then you're gonna be, dude. If you, then you're gonna be on the news. <laughs> If you poke kids underage on Facebook, you become a sex offender. It's probably already happening. South Park is probably doing that. Um, there was totally a South Park about Facebook and, and friends and having friends. Yeah, that one gets played a lot. Does it? Yeah, where the kid has no friends. <laughs> you have you have zero friends. <laughs> it tells him. Is it Stan has no friends, right? No, no, no. Or is um, it Kyle? Kyle starts losing his friends because he friends this kid who yes. has zero friends, and then his like you know friendability goes way down because he's friends with this loser. So all of Kyle's friends pull out from being his friend. <laughs> I can't bail on Kyle. Cartman's uh, because Cartman takes the place of um, oh, what's that show? Um, that that dude uh, Jim Cramer who does like the stock reports, like yes. the very fast and upbeat yes. and uh, yeah, like uh. It, they do Cartman does like a thing and like alright like Kyle Brodlovsky's stock is dropping way down because <laughs> he friended a loser like you're gonna want to drop Kyle immediately and add Clyde Donovan Clyde just had a birthday and turned 8 last week <laughs> and add Clyde Donovan add Clyde Donovan oh man it's too good uh, South Park is great yeah yeah oh, fuck. yeah they're they're gonna be thriving during this too Oh, dude! How can you not? How can you not? It's actually that's one of the things that um, cause you know there's some, com uh, comedians that are like have done shows since, and uh, with this one chick, how was her name? Not Kate Quickly. Um, I can't remember her name. She was on uh, Joey's podcast like in the last couple weeks, hmm. but um, she she already did a show. Miss Pat. No, no, no. She's hilarious, though. She... Oh, my God. Um, she was the white chick, not not Miss Pat. <laughs> but um, she did a show, and uh, I'm pretty sure she just talked about, like, like COVID for the first, like, opening. Like, how do you not? Like, like, like Diaz was like, yeah, that's what I'm going to do, just, like, for, like, 20 minutes or whatever. Like, it's just so relevant. Same yeah. same reason, like, Rogan, like, one of his guests, like, one of the first things they talk about is just, it just naturally comes up, like... It, it's just it's a thing right now in our world like yeah. it's very prevalent in in some way shape or form 
wherever you go, really. Big time. Yeah, so um, <laughs> I think even Rogan said he's like, he's gonna he's gonna walk out on stage and just like spray a bunch of Lysol and just like run through it or something. <laughs> I don't know, like just something super relatable right now. But how'd we get on that? I don't even remember. Uh, oh, South Park doing uh, outrage culture and comedians being good for comedians. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Yeah. Um. Oh, I had something to say. I just lost it. What was I gonna say? Oh, I'm kidding. You're supposed to go to New York City. That's right. In on August seventh. Seventh to see Eliza Schlesinger, and we're supposed to go to Philly on the 28th or 9th to see Rogan. I don't know if either of those things are happening. And if it if they are happening, it's going to be weird, because there's no way they're going to fill the theaters, because you obviously can't do that. Um, in which case, some people are going to lose their tickets, right? Like, you don't have enough... You, you sold more tickets than <laughs> you can see people. So, like, yeah. I don't understand what's going to happen. <clears throat> I remember you asking me to go see Rogan a while ago I figured that already got cancelled or something I mean not yet Eliza Schlesinger we were supposed to see April 1st and that got postponed to the 7th but yeah, you might get like postponed, postponed again. again yeah I don't think I we really surprised. we really know yeah some people I think are just taking a year off like comedians mm-hmm. it's crazy <laughs> like and even then who knows you know it might, might be I don't know do you find COVID consuming a lot of your mental energy um, I have to think about that. You know, no, on a day on a day to day, um, not like, no, not on a day to day, but like maybe subconsciously a little bit it gets to me, you know, and then it uh, comes out in different ways, uh, metabolizes in different ways. Just when I don't know, you go to the store and see enough people in masks, uh, time after right. time after time, and it's like. Fuck, it's July, like, jeez, I remember talking about this back in April, thinking, like, yeah, end of July, it should be all gone, right? right? So, you know, it's like, ugh, and then you have conversations, obviously, about it sometimes, more more long-winded ones, and then it's like, then maybe everything you don't talk about on a day-to-day, but you're still, still inputting, like, you, you're walking around, and you know there's a fucking pandemic yeah. going on, like, yeah. it's affecting every, everything out there, so, uh. It's just input, and then eventually I feel like it, it soaks through you and you absorb it, and then it just comes out in different ways. But as far as, like, day-to-day, um, I don't – I don't know. It doesn't really consume me. Like You don't pay attention to any news or anything like that? I, dude, or... I haven't turned the TV on in so long. Good for you. It's – so I told you I was writing something on, like, focusing on what you can control. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, the first, like – I'm talking about COVID and, like, the news. And, How like, could you not? Yeah. And one of the things I said is almost verbatim what you said. It was, like, naturally it just comes up in conversation, like, with these comedians. Like, they just end up talking about it because yeah. it's so relevant. But, like, it's so... It's fun to, like, talk about sometimes, especially if it's not, like, you know, on a, on a really... Like, to really dive in on it, I guess, is more interesting to me, rather than, like, having every conversation you have with every person just be some surface-level conversation about COVID. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, 
like it's supposed to be hot today. Oh, it's supposed to hundred people are supposed to exactly. die today. <laughs> it's like well, and you were talking about the news and like the negativity bias and and that kind of thing. It's the same kind of thing. It pulls you in. It's like this. I, I relate it in the, in this essay I'm writing to uh, like a cringy reality TV show that you just can't look away from, that you have no control over. That's like gonna happen or with or without you, but you just can't stop looking at it. You yeah. can't stop paying attention to it. Yeah. Like, I think the whole. The whole news thing is is crazy, and like it's it, if it's not COVID, it's something else. But um, I don't know. I see. I don't watch the news ever, and part of me feels like not. Part of me feels like I hear the argument a lot. Like I can't watch the news. I need to be. And I don't hear this argument a lot. Let me clarify. I've have heard this argument for not watching it for watching the news. Like and of course, not not watching the news, um, that you need to be, like, informed about what's going on in the world. Like, mm-hmm. you have a responsibility as a citizen to be, like, in the know about what's going on. Yeah. And I don't... Why? Like, you can't do anything with that information. You know what I mean? Like, you literally... Like, how does how does it affect your day-to-day life? Maybe it does. Maybe there's, maybe there's a, more merit there than I'm... Uh, uncovering or thinking of right now, but I want to write something on that idea, like should you or should you not consume the news? Because I think that's interesting. Mm-hmm. And is in my personal obligation is to, or my personal inclination is to not watch the news because of the idea of focusing on what you can control. And like, ultimately, like it doesn't affect me, whatever. Like it, it does on a high level, but as it's not going to help me in my day to day life, like make strides in my life. I think it's important when you, if you, to do that. I think it would be important for you to define news, mm-hmm. for sure, hundred percent. Because there's so many different news. Like you could still be. Some people probably refer to like you know, checking Twitter is like the news. Like mm-hmm. you know, what the who you're following. Like yeah, who, the news on TV could be well, who are you watching? The newspaper, like yeah, I don't know, like journal like wall street journal or new york Times, like all those just different 100 yeah. percent. the news is definitely um not uh f- um solid not the internet has made it take a lot of different forms yes yes when i think of the news i think of like tv like legacy type, type most people media, do yeah. right but yeah. obviously like it needs to be defined more but mm. Because, I mean, the idea of generally focusing on what you can control, like, whether you're consuming the news on, on Twitter or on, like, Fox on TV, like, you're getting the same shit. It's just a different way of getting it. So yeah. it's, like, effectively the same thing, right? Um, you still can't control it. It still doesn't necessarily pertain to your day-to-day life. But, um, I don't know. Uh, shit, I just lost my train of thought. I want to learn the argument for watching the news and being informed more because mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. So hey, this is what I was about to say. Um, in the the thing I'm writing now, I like, like I said, I obviously touch on the news, talking about focusing on what you can control. And something I said was, or the argument I ended up making was along the lines of like, if you feel, like if it affects your day-to-day life, then you then by all means do it, but I don't think you need to be informed on something that doesn't affect your day to day life. So, if 
you like maybe you have money invested in the stock market and every month you get money automatically taken out of your checking account mm-hmm. or your paycheck rather to go into your account that gets invested in the stock market so therefore you think you should like pay attention to the stock market but whether that number is green or red doesn't affect whether you're putting that money in in that account or not like you're doing it regardless so you're just riding this emotional roller coaster instead of just like letting it happen and not worrying about it Mm -hmm. if you were a day trader then it would affect more of your day-to-day stuff but if you're a day trader like the the news level of finance is probably not enough you need more detailed information right so it's like it's this the news is like in that sense like this surface level uh understanding of something whereas like if so if the surface level understanding of something is enough for you then you probably don't need it at all because you're just getting your money put in anyway right yeah if it's not enough then you have to go to something besides the news anyway that's more specific to what you're doing because it affects your day-to-day life yeah in both scenarios like the surface level thing doesn't work. Yeah. So why pay attention to it? I, w- I want to like explore this idea more, but that's essentially the conclusion I came to. Hmm. That makes a lot of sense. It's it, <laughs> ironically, it's like, are you looking at solar systems? Or are you looking at atoms? Not are you looking at water bottles? You know. Yeah. It's yeah. like. Well, I, think, um, that, I don't think that's the same thing at all. But actually, but <laughs> if to make to make an argument to you, you um, you obviously simplified it just to two views. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Oh, it's totally a spectrum. Yeah, yeah. Not there's there's many different like same thing with the dimensions. There's many different ways you could look at that and approach that and say, hmm, like I don't know. I think like direct effect is more obviously more impactful and would cause someone to watch the news especially but i feel like it's the like the indirect effect there's there's more things that are going to maybe indirectly affect you than directly affect your mm-hmm. day-to-day life like like what trump's working on or the bill they're trying to pass that like you know says you can't have a abortion passed like I don't know, and your yeah. your niece is pregnant right now. Like, yeah. I I don't know. Like, so I don't know. There's just you should write it. like if you research it, you would you'd, you'd definitely find that you know like what people are watching the news for. I mean, yeah, I, I feel like there would probably be more people who feel indirectly affected it by for sure. There's no doubt we're yeah. all indirectly affected by it. Yeah, uh, yeah, so, duh, yeah, okay. that makes sense. But so yeah, the, yeah. I am gonna explore it more. Yeah. One of the concepts that uh, I read by this guy, Julian, was that he argued that to write is to think. Like, if you think about something in your head and, like, you're just, you know, you're not talking to yourself or anything, you're just thinking about it, mm-hmm. you, uh, you jump around, like, your logic jumps, you make gaps in thought. Like, this, the reason you can't you know, speak everything you're thinking is because your mind moves faster than your mouth can. But, it, like, in a nutshell, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but to write something, you have to, like, put it on paper, externalize it, <clears throat> and then, like, it's out there to, to be scrutinized. It's not, like, something that's 
here and gone, kind of like this conversation too. Like yeah. writing's more static, and it can be analyzed better as a result. And like that makes you have to think about it more. Yeah. Because like you might think some shit makes sense in your head, but then you write it on paper and you're like, this is the dumbest shit ever. And you can <laughs> see the the jumps and yeah the gaps in thought there. Yeah. Which which is why I think it's valuable to to write about something like this mm-hmm. that I, I've thought about. But um. I wanted to say something else about uh, what you said about the news. Oh, it, it all relates to you. So I, I had that thought, too, while I was writing, right? Yeah. Like, the, the the degree to which something relates to you is on a scale. It might not be directly in your direct life, but some things are going to relate to you more than others and, and that kind of thing. And one thing I thought of was, like, what about what about geometric unity and the laws of physics? Like, what affects you more than the laws of physics? Yeah. What do you give the least shits about <laughs> the laws of physics? Like, you don't give that any thought, let's be real. The average person, right? It affects the fuck out of you. But you have about as much control over it as you do control over what the fuck Trump's writing about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dude, so, so I don't know. Like, I think there's a, and, and maybe that doesn't address the point. Maybe, maybe I'm, I'm missing the crux of it, and it needs to be looked at from a different angle. Yeah, which is the, to extrapolate it out. That's the, all the more importance of doing that. Like, you know, exactly having those different tools and different mental models to look at it. Exactly, it helps further the understanding of like why you think a certain way and why the person in the next room thinks a different way. Yeah. Hundred percent, dude. That's so funny. I don't know why, but I was <laughs> sitting on on the lake this morning. I told you I was kind of in like a crappy, depressing mood today, and uh, <laughs> I don't know. I was like, oh, I like sitting outside. I'm gonna go sit outside. Just looking at the lake and talking about like the laws of effect of physics affecting you. I don't know why I thought about this, but I was just like thinking about like gravity. And I'm like, what if gravity just? Cause um, oh, I had like these. I'm gonna tie this together. They were talking about recently on Rogan how like different theories are like um, offensive now and like uh, you know racist or whatever because they came from a certain way. Like, so I'm like I was just got thinking about like oh like there's still like working theories like you know like but we've accepted gravity, but like well with all this like with these like uh, theories of different you know things in academia that like we've accepted for a long time in our in our culture in our society. Well, what if they get refuted or debunked or whatever? Like, what? I was starting to think of like, what if gravity just like, what if that dock just starts floating up in the? <laughs> and I was like, I just found myself laughing. I'm like, Dude. what? What if I just start leaving the ground like levitating? I'm, like, I'm like, oh shit, I'm still on there. Like, <laughs> we're good. We're, we're we're stuck for now. That was such a you just triggered somebody of that funny thought I had this morning. Dude, it, it's a very funny thought. But, so, ironically enough, I actually use this as a, a comparison in, in what I wrote about mental models, right? Yeah. Uh, I was arguing that no mental model is perfect. It's a model. And, mm-hmm. like, to your point, no theory is, like, 100% perfect, right? Yeah. And, you know, all theories are... are, are Generally accepted. So, exactly. Generally accepted accounting principles. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that gap, that's the literal acronym, yeah. The, so... What makes the the the, uh, the merit that they have comes from the utility that they have, like mm-hmm. how useful they are. Gravity useful as fuck. Do we understand how it works? Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
we we don't know how gravity works. We just know that like we we have an idea of how gravity works. Like there's the force, like whatever nine point nine seven, seven something per or squared per yeah. second per second. Yeah. Um. And, but that's like we we don't know how to manipulate it, you know. Um. Yeah. But like people have have talked about manipulating gravity the way if you put a bowling ball on a bed, it like you know it sinks in and then if you put something else in the bed it'll like follow the plane of the mattress of course right Mm -hmm. and like how that's kind of like manipulating gravity and we don't know how to do that uh more effectively like we we gravity is useful to us but we really don't understand it no you know and mental models are the same way like they're they're imperfect but what makes them good is how useful they are Based on the information we have. Based on the no. context. Yeah. 100%. Because everything's different based on the context. Just like the kid in growing up with, in science class 100 years from now might might, might be like, yeah, gravity. We learned about that. Like, I can do I got gravity in my pocket. You, <laughs> Yo. you want some? <laughs> Yo. I'm, I'm not feeling too... Uh, I, I'm low on gravity today. <laughs> you help, help keep me down? <laughs> yeah, let's go stop with Sunoco. I need some gravity. <laughs> That'd be it. Yeah, there's a lot of shit we don't understand. I was, uh, Rogan was saying the other day, too, same concept. Um, oh, and I think he was talking to that Alan Levinovitz dude, whatever. Yeah. Um, you can't be married to your ideas. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, I, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, 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 that's all I was going to say, but just, it just made me think of it. I'm a huge, like... I don't. I want to. I was about to say I'm a huge believer in, but like, I don't even think that does it justice. I don't. I don't just. It's not something that, like, believing in something I think is as fundamental as this is silly. Like, it's just a thing. Like, you should challenge your own beliefs because the either one you're gonna not be able to to break them when you challenge them. That's the idea of like being able to. Uh, argue somebody else's side of the argument better than they can. Yeah, yeah, you've told me about that. Which is the same kind of concept, right? So either you know their argument and it doesn't hold water against yours, or you know their argument and you learn that it's better than yours, and so now you have new information and you can, like, course correct and uh, have a, you know, better understanding on something. Like, you, you just upgraded your understanding. Basically, you know, and it's still like, a working understanding, right? And it's you know, it might be subject to other things, but like yeah. you're you you made a step in the right direction. Mm. You you improved. Um, it's it's the same like beliefs that aren't tested aren't strong, and so I think being closed minded is like the worst thing possible yeah. for for like a human life. Like <laughs> that's dramatic, but it's it's I know up what there. You mean. It's like, up there. Yeah, like um, it, it's like. A great analogy for this, or way to think of it, it's like kind of like a mental model, right? Is is going to the gym. Like you go to the gym, you lift weights, and your body gets strong. You want to make your mind strong, your beliefs strong. You test them, just like you test your body with weights. You test your muscles with weights. It's the same concept. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge. Like, but <clears throat> it's crazy how when you like talking about academia and like accepted shit mm-hmm. how some things are just accepted and like you can't challenge them you know like yeah. you can't you can't challenge uh, the woke the woke olympians you know <laughs> like, <laughs> olympians. 
you could because they're right you know what i mean and if if you're challenging them you're a bigot and you need to be canceled uh, yeah, it's uh, like they're not. There's there's no discussion to be had. It's already that's so it's already da- made up. That's so dangerous. It's incredibly dangerous. And we don't want those people in power. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Correct. <laughs> oh, dude, we're like. I heard something like we're more polarized than we were like, um, than the we were the lead up to the fucking civil war. Like. <laughs> yeah. Dude, we might be headed for civil war. We need revolutionary change without yes. revolutionary warfare. Yes, I would I would prefer it that way. Yeah. Otherwise That's I'm also gonna... something they they said on Eric and Brett's podcast that I listened to today. Oh yeah. a, I didn't actually listen to him say it, but it was a it was an audio tag title, like timestamp. That's the mm-hmm. word. But yeah, we need we need like people like humans are are humans right we go we go to mcdonald's because it's cheap and it tastes good and like we take the easy way out we take the path of least resistance right Mm -hmm. and so if the system like politically and whatever is set up to give somebody the path of least resistance and that path of least resistance is one that lacks integrity like it's going to be taken regardless like humans we'd like to think that we're we're better than that you know but I don't think we are. I think our human nature, like, is is generally, and I shouldn't blank all humans like that. But the yeah. one, the ones who, uh, there are a lot of people that will take that uh, cut in integrity in exchange for, for sure, um, you know, betterment. And if that's the way the incentives are set up, then that's what's going to happen. And we have a system that does that. And so, as a result, like creates problems we're in the shit show we are <laughs> <laughs> shit show we are um so i don't know like you you almost need a not almost need a better system you kind of need a better system or you need you need like i don't know if I, i'm way talking like over my head here i don't know enough about the system to say that but i think it's pretty clear that it rewards bad behavior you know can you give me an example um, for like a citizen to the system sets up least resistance and they they take it like so just to hit it home yeah so like somebody who works at a independent news station is mm-hmm. gonna create a article that's like they need to create an article that gets a lot of clicks and views so it makes money for the firm so the firm's uh, shareholders are pleased because a company, a corporation, by definition's number one uh, responsibility is to make money to, for its shareholders. For and if the way it, like, it has to do that. And so it's got to find a way to do that. Like, it's it's not to to have integrity while doing that. It's, it's to do that. Mm-hmm. So they need to write the polarizing article that generates the clicks that has some crazy shit in it that gets people more outraged. Like, it's a, it's a bad wheel. That, you know, and I mean, you could talk about uh, pharmaceutical companies and how the funding uh, from, like, research they do comes from corporations that have an interest in them getting a certain result to push their product to make it better. Like, yeah. it's just, there's a lot of broken incentive systems. No, that, I just, I just want to hear an example. Like, that's 
Totally. I believe you. I just want to hear, like, uh, it's layman's terms. Like, yeah, definitely. Helps, was that helps lay it out? You no, know, that was good. Okay. Yeah. No, that helps helps lay it out. Like, uh, yeah, pretty kind of far. I'm sure there are better examples, but those yeah. are. I mean, I mean, they're everywhere. <laughs> it it makes it makes a lot of sense. I was actually just gonna expand upon that, but I. Uh, I lost it. Hmm. Dude, expand that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I don't know. Like it's. I feel like it's guys like Brett and Eric Weinstein that like. Uh, well, did you know about um, the whole thing at Evergreen College with Brett? Yeah, okay. So I I didn't until I listened, and I didn't really research it. Chuck Chuck filled me in a little bit, um, the quick version, because I was I was listening to him last Friday on my way out to Rochester, and I never listened to him before. And uh, but like he predicted that like uh, like this is gonna be a problem, you know, and and like I feel like it's those types of thinkers and in minds that see the world like are, are able to see a scenario and 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 have like i don't know like within the, the next few years like a a not too far off like prediction i don't know like I, yeah something something's big something big is stern they strike me as people that have integrity to to call it like it is to say it like it is those are the people we want in power 100 percent. you need you need like this is something i always go back to is and something again i wrote about uh and whatever so um any relationship is built on trust like yep. if you don't have trust in the other person you, like you're what do you have you're, like not a functioning relationship that's for sure yeah. <laughs> um so you need to be honest and have integrity to build trust well if you live in a system that disincentivizes honesty and integrity then you're not going to have trust and if you don't have trust then you're not going to have functioning relationships and you need trust in in a relationship whether it's the relationship with you have with your spouse your brother your parent your employer your insurance company or your government Mm -hmm. like they're all relationships and if there's no trust in those relationships they're going to falter and bad shit's going to happen like we we learn this shit when we're young as fuck, and we just become adults and and decide and forget it. Fuck it, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. Whew. It's wild, um, but you need those people to like speak out. And what's good about those types of things, like with Evergreen and whatever, mm. is uh, with Brett that it it's. It's kind of like an example of like, oh, yeah, these people are definitely crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wasn't sure. Like, I thought they were, uh, you know, I thought they were good people, but yeah. no, they're crazy. <laughs> wait, wait, so can you can you give me a run? To, I don't I don't fully understand this situation. I don't, I don't know exactly what happened, but Brett works. Oh, no, no, this is what happened. I, I believe it. This is, I believe I remember. Evergreen State College was doing a uh, some kind of day to honor the black community where only black people would go to campus. Everyone else needed to stay home. Yes. Brett spoke out, said this was racist. And so a bunch of students, I believe, showed up at one of his lectures and started shouting and screaming and like preventing him from teaching. And then... Um, it got pretty 
intense apparently um brett left and people were like looking for him with baseball bats apparently i heard that like yeah so okay but again like those people that were shouting and whatever like it just one one quote that's been sticking with me recently is the road to hell is paved with good intentions yeah. Like, I, it, my feeling is that these people that are doing these crazy things and like trying to be woke, like, are thinking they're doing a good thing. Like, they have good intentions, but they're lost in the clouds. Like, they're not sticking their head up to like look where they are and what's going on. Yeah. And I don't know that that quote has come up to me several times recently. It's, it's just been top of mind. With all that shit going on. But yeah, that's generally what happened. Okay. Yeah, that, no, that sounds familiar. That, that's fucking... That's wild. <laughs> yeah. I feel like there's so much shit to just break down in the world right now. But now think about the fact that the university, like, essentially... This could be wrong. I believe that the university more or less sided with the student's protesting at Brett's lecture and hunting him down with baseball bats rather than Brett in that um they like did the the day and everything like that I don't I don't believe Brett works there anymore no he got drove out of the college or him oh, and his well. wife yeah. no. I remember him saying that on the podcast there, there you have it then yeah but like <laughs> so that you have a university uh structure that's also incentivizing this yeah. kind of behavior like that's, that's the scariest part that it's like breeding itself you know like it's scary how do we have that who are these people that are like are they are they acting out of fear because they don't want to like they're scared themselves and they don't want to go against the grain of like oh like they mean business like let's just better concede and i don't that's 100 percent part of it like it's <sighs> that's so scary it's a signaling thing and if you're not it's signaling the then truth. your job's in jeopardy like there, so here's another quote for you. Um, you you can't. It's hard to convince a man to believe a thing when his salary depends on him not believing it. Well, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> you know, like it's there's again uh, an incentive structure there that's broken somewhere. You know, um, where you have people that are conceding to these crazy ideas in order to save their ass and keep their job which like fucked up. having the courage to like <laughs> speak out and, yeah. and tell the truth is is fucking brutal in that setting like you you're gonna lose your job yeah you know but it's on a systematic level yes like yeah that's such a that's a bad example like that's a bad model for other colleges that's i, I don't know it, it all comes down to the people like making the, the well uh, there's so many interests like involved, I guess. Yeah, you know, like, it's a very salary. Complex. They don't want to be. Yeah, they don't want to be seen as anti-woke. They don't want to. I don't. I don't know. So many things going on with that. Mm-hmm. It, it's scary. That's freaky, though. Ugh. Dude. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He just grapes the kids. He, he just grapes the kids. <laughs> Classic. Classic. <laughs> Yo, if Kitty watched this, she'd love that. Oh, <laughs> I'll have to tell her to check that out. Come on, dude. 
What do you say, dude? You want to wrap this up? Yeah, bro. Deal. Let's what time get, is it? Let's get a little warm in here. Yeah, I'm sweating. Um, it is 9.07. We've been on for an hour and a half. Oh, wow. Oh, that, oh, that wasn't too long. Nah. That was, that was good. It definitely didn't seem that long, though. It does seem more... It's The headphones definitely make it more immersive, I think. Yeah. I think so, too. I, uh... You liked it? No, I do, yeah. I, I had to get used to it at first. It was freaky at first. Because, like, being in your own ear. Well, yeah, because all I can hear is myself. But now, now I'm like, it's just like having a conversation. I can, I just hear you a lot better. Yeah. yeah. Versus, I don't, it's, I think Rogan explained this one time where, and this is the way it most resonated with me, that drove me to get these headphones in the first place was that yeah. when you're speaking to somebody, like, normally, right, you're, they're hearing your voice, but you're also hearing your own voice without headphones, right? Yeah. So, but since you're, like, your mouth is right here, part of your fucking head like your your own voice is louder than the other person's but mm. because like the headphones are like an equalizer of that whereas you're not hearing your voice out of your mouth you're hearing your voice through what's going into the mic and coming into the headphones so the voice your voice and the voice of the person you're talking to are of equal uh oh. level more or less which i thought was it's like oh interesting never thought about and it. that helps wait why why is that a good thing that like, what you said makes sense. I understand all that, but, like, why is that better? Because, you know, the loudest person tends to dominate a discussion. I mean, maybe yeah. not so much in a one-to-one discussion, so but, like, in a group p- of people. Levels the playing field. In a sense, yeah. Kind of, okay. Okay, I see that. If not only on a subconscious level, it levels the playing field. Yeah, yeah. It, it, um, it takes away from the need to feel like you have to, like, raise your voice over, like, the other, yeah. Yeah, more or less. Huh, interesting. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm really glad I got these things. Yeah, me too. It's cool to check them out. I also haven't used this camera before. That was brand new. Um, It's not brand new. It's actually really old. But I, I think the other camera was, like, making the stream more choppy. So I'm hoping that this video is going to be more smooth than the other ones, hmm. Um, which we'll find out after. Yeah, man. And I gotta, I gotta figure out the, this thing too. That's wild. That's fucking like brutal. Well, isn't that a sign that like these are really sensitive, which is kind of a good thing? E- but you don't want to. I don't think so. That, okay. Yeah, it's it's the microphone should be designed to, or it's or it's the microphone's fine. It's the settings I have on that soundboard and the streaming software. I'm really oh, not okay. sure. Like, the shit's over my head. But I, I know way that, over my head. I know that people pay four hundred dollars for a microphone for a reason, and that these were thirty five. So yeah, <laughs> well, I guess the job done for now. It does for now. But absolutely cool, dude. This has been yeah. fun. Yeah. Hell yeah. Bye.